Electricast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Claudia Monicelli, your host of this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Today, I have a guest who's going to talk about soul, but really, really talk about soul. Today, my guest is Lindsay Butterfield. Lindsay, say hello to our audience. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Um, Lindsay here today. Look, well, let me talk about her. Let's, let me first introduce her to you. All right. So Lindsay went from a burnt out overachiever, and we've heard so many, especially women burnt out overachievers in corporate America to shining and thriving in a spiritual coaching and consulting business. Um, in a chance encounter that led her to uh, led to her explosive spiritual awakening, she reconnected with her psychic gifts that were once turned off in childhood. We'll talk about that. Lindsay is an ICF certified life coach. What is an ICF certified life coach? It is the credentialing body that um, we use in the life coaching world. It's the International Coach Federation. Okay. Perfect. And she trained advanced, she's also a trained advanced intuitive reader, channel, and source energy healer. She now uses her transformational journey from fearing her own gifts, I imagine this was in your childhood, during your childhood, um, to yes. embodied intuitive empowerment where she guides, mentors, and advises clients across the globe to become the next level version of themselves, of the self they've always dreamt they could be. Now, a couple of things, um, Lindsay, first of all, because a lot of people are afraid. Yes, a lot of people are afraid of their abilities to um, to see things other people don't see, to hear things people don't hear, or to even sense them. And when you say that you were afraid, what, what age are we talking about? The earliest memories I I can huh? go back to, so very, very young. Uh-huh. About, you know, preschool age. When, when was that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say like, yeah, three, four, five. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it happened to me as well. And what actually, if you don't mind uh, sharing that, what actually happened? Sure. So most of, I think most of the time when I was having the most scary experiences was when I would, was in the middle of the night. Um, I would, I, I didn't know what was going to come out of my closet. I didn't know what I would open my eyes and see if I woke up in the middle of the night right. or feel things in my room. Right. Um, and those were pretty terrifying to go through and not know what was happening. Yeah. 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 And, uh, did you tell anyone about that? You know, I told my parents, but I think there's always that idea of like, oh, there's a monster under the bed and right, you kind right. of dismiss it. Mm -hmm. And so they tried their best with this, the tools right. that they had, mm -hmm. but they couldn't quite, I think, grasp what I was seeing and feeling um, from that psychic intuitive uh, lens. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you said, you know, you jumped forward corporate America, the whole business. And when did you start the idea when did you have the idea of uh, becoming a coach to coach exactly what i know and that was a great question i didn't know so i had this call that i felt like 
coaching was something that I was drawn to, like when intuitively. You say call, not a phone call here, right? It's yes, not, not a phone, a phone call. <laughs> yeah. This this intuitive pull. And mm-hmm. so I did some research into it and it felt very aligned for where I was going. Now yes. I hadn't had this explosive spiritual awakening yet, but it was leading up to it. And I feel like there are plans for everything and everything works out the way that it's supposed Mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. So I found myself really feeling aligned with going through a training program where I could be of service and help others. Um, I'm traditionally trained as a teacher and coaching felt like a really good next step Mm -hmm. into a new space that I felt like I could bring some of my gifts into. Now, again, this was before I'd even had my spiritual awakening awakening before I did any of this woo stuff. It was more of a way to start understanding myself in a new way and helping other people um, in a way that I know would be beneficial. Let's get rid of that word, the woo stuff. It's so derogatory. I mean, it is derogatory and it's as if it's non-existent. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now you're in front of this, um, this energy, because we're talking about energy, things that occur, things that move, things that, you know, make noise, you know. Um, now, from there to jump into coaching, there's a long, I'm sure there's a lot of water that it has gone under the bridge for you. Because I imagine, and, and this is the next question, do you or did you at that time before you reached out to coach others, were you reading for others in the sense that were you acting as a medium uh, for others? Did they come to you for uh, mediumship? Uh, Did they come to you for energy work to clear their aura or to find out if they had, I don't know, uh, their homes were, you know, full of ghosts, Uh, things like that. How did it happen to you, for you? Sure. So I began my coaching journey in March of 2018, Uh but my spiritual awakening didn't start until the winter of 2017. So I didn't touch anything in this space. I went to maybe other people for readings, Mm -hmm. but it was like, this was for someone else. I I don't do this stuff. I wouldn't even know how to do this stuff. Well, then, and then my know, spirit still, I'm sorry that I'm interrupting, but then yeah. that asks me, it begs the question, well, why did you get into coaching? You know, what was your aim initially to coach what, you know? Yeah. My, my initially I wanted to do leadership coaching. Ah, okay, I okay. loved corporate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved managing teams and I loved seeing people excel and providing them a way and a pathway to do that. Right. And so initially it was just leadership coaching is where I wanted to put my energy into. Mm -hmm. And then that lasted for how long? Um, probably hold on. Probably about two, two years. Okay. Yeah. Then after that, did you get into the psychic business, you know, the, the, the actual working with energy. So it took, so no, my story starts with needing to understand myself. So as Mm -hmm. I had this spiritual awakening, I was being, um, I was encountering things I hadn't seen in a long time, experiences I hadn't Uh 
experience before and I had no idea what was going on. Okay. So I spent the first two years alone working privately with mentors just to understand myself. Right. And mm -hmm. that led into over several years trying to push myself and do something different and realizing, oh, not only do I have these gifts for myself, but I can use them and support other people. And that was where I transitioned into working with clients, blending my psychic gifts into my coaching practice, and then also doing sessions. And then as I got deeper into that, I then realized like, oh, I want to learn more about energy work. I want to okay. learn more advanced techniques. And okay. so it was kind of this snowball effect mm -hmm. um, that happened the, the more I learned about myself and the deeper I got uh -huh. into this space. Okay. So now you're working with clients and I come knocking on your door. I heard, you know, I also, I'm, I'm, this is an example. Okay. Um, I'm also uh, working in corporate America and, you know, the, the grapevine from the grapevine, I heard, oh, there's Lindsay who, who has in Italian, we say an extra, you know, a marcia, what do they say? An extra drive. It's, you know, you go back and reverse first gear, an extra gear. She's got an extra gear. She has, you know, she works with, uh, things that we don't see. Okay. So I go to you. And I say, sometimes I get the impression, especially when I'm sleeping at night, that things are whooshing by me. And I know it's, I'm not making it up. I have good hearing. And sometimes I see out of the corner of my eyes, some kind of white, you know, cloudy stuff. And sometimes I actually hear things. Um, how would you deal with me? Would you ask me, well, what do you want to do? Or what? What, what did... I mean, I come to you on the one hand, not for a friendship. I don't want you to be my friend, but I want you to coach me in understanding what I'm doing or learning or, or about to begin or, or, or maybe take my experiences to the next level. What, what do you do when, you know, I, I send you a, an email? What do you do? Yeah. And initially people are just stepping into this to even acknowledging that this this side of the world even exists. And so the first thing I always tell them is it's not crazy. And I also believe you, I believe everything that you're sharing with me. Mm -hmm. And I have been through this as well, where I was not a, what I would say a believer, or I wouldn't open myself up to the idea that there was something beyond what the physical senses can share with us. Uh -huh. And then you make this jump or leap to opening your mind and thinking about right. the world in a different way. And mm -hmm. so it's really that I believe you, because I, I think the great, the biggest um, phrase I get all the time in my work is this is going to sound crazy, but. or mm -hmm. I don't know if this is real or not. And I'm like, but. they're not mm -hmm. going to sound crazy. I believe yeah. you already. Yeah. Let's have it. Tell me, okay. tell me where you're so, at. So can, I mean, I'm going to ask you something that you don't have to share, but give us a crazy story. You know, one of the craziest, do you mind? Can you share a story oh, of a I client? I have so many. <laughs> okay. Well, choose one, choose one that surprised even you, let's say. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many. I feel like I'm constantly surprised, even if I do this, uh, mm -hmm. professionally all the time. Um, and I, I do past life regression hypnosis right. or future yes. life or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. and there was 
a past life that we were going through. And she goes, this is going to sound crazy, but I'm riding on a unicorn and we're flying through the air and a portal just opened up. And now I'm going through this portal and then I'm like, <laughs> okay, life? follow the is portal. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then she goes, okay. And now I've gone through the portal and I'm sitting in a wagon that I, we have horses in front of. And I think we're going to, um, rescue some slaves and I'm really scared now and mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. And she just yeah. starts crying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was one that was pretty yeah. intense yeah. and mm-hmm. took you on a, a journey really quickly. Sure. 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 Yeah. Past life regression is interesting like that. Um, I don't, <laughs> you, you must um, record the sessions, right? You could record the sessions mm-hmm. for the clients. Um, and it's always interesting to, for me to listen again, to see what happened, because right then and there, you just, as a regressionist, I, I, I'm there so focused on the person's safety, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of people, it happened to me once that a client was um, going toward their death. They knew that they were going to die. And that was, you know, I, I, I was there. I'm not, sh- I wasn't sure whether I had to pull her back or let her go forward you know that for me was scary it was scary because Mm -hmm. she wanted to go right into it I I don't remember the how it was if it was drowning or something like that but that was some experience that was a real experience what about um psychic work um that another person has been able to do thanks to your services or thanks to your counseling or con you know count your consultancy life is hard but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier hi my name is blue Tulusma. i'm a writer and emotional intelligence coach and the host of humanize with blue Tulusma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room a great conversation is almost guaranteed Join us every week here on ElectroCast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. ElectroCast. Yeah, you know, one of the, I would say the biggest theme is more deeply understanding themselves so that they can then understand their gifts and hear what's, you know, what's really going. I say here as in like really discern what mm-hmm. is mine and what isn't mine. What is an, an, an intuitive message versus just something that is swirling in my thought process, you know? Um, some outcomes I think that, you know, are really fun to share is, you know, one girl final that I worked with, or this woman that I worked with, she finally understood how to sort of own and take back her power mm-hmm. instead of giving it away. And we practice working with her energy. We practice understanding what makes her energy unique and her signature because mm-hmm. she was physically like shocking people <laughs> or she would be in situations where she couldn't quite contain it. Mm-hmm. She didn't really know how to manage her energy. I think a lot of times when we play in this space, we have a tendency to um, push and, and, play, but we don't really know how to um, understand the nuances of what we're yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Um, and oh, gosh, there's so many, like another one, she now knows how to work with her angels. And so there's a really strong connection that a client that I have that 
she has a really strong connection with angels. I work with angels a lot as well. And so we were able to um, help her understand when she has angels coming through. How does that look like for her? How do we then have this two-way conversation so Mm -hmm. that you can continue to expand and grow in your soul's journey Mm -hmm. with these supportive guides that you have? Yeah. Um, This also leads me to another question. Uh, So in the sense, on the one hand, it would be almost considered reading for that person, but then they are uh, learning the craft, okay? They're learning Mm -hmm. how to experience things. And there's a lot of um, times that people feel, am I really doing this? Am I, especially in past life regression, am I making this up or, you know? And um, so a lot of time, I spend a lot of time talking about what hypnosis is and and how, um, you know, how it comes about. And and a lot of psychics especially feel that they are, um, they're fakes, you know, they're saying, I I can't Mm -hmm. be, it can't be, you know, it can't be. But I tell you, there's a few things that really give you the, the measure of your worth. One of them is when you're uh, working as a medium and for someone and they're contacting their loved ones and and the loved one comes up and asks specific questions that you could never know you know i'll give you an example there was a um a man and a woman that this woman had lost her husband of six weeks prior to the session and the man with her was the a deceased man's brother and he happened to be in her town. And so they both came in for the session. And at one point, because it was the wife who was more interested in converse, conversing directly with her her um, late husband. And at one point, um, the, the husband in spirit said, come on, call whatever his name is, the brother. Call him here because I have to ask him something. Okay, he comes to the computer and he says, listen, have you learned how to cook yet? You know, <laughs> and, so, and, and the, the man just if bent, bends over laughing so hard. Yes, this is him. He says, this is him. <laughs> and so then after they told me that he was the youngest son and, and uh, the one who was deceased is, was the oldest and he had to do everything for him and it was always a chore to cook, you know. So those kinds of things in the beginning when I used to start doing this, it would get my hairs on end. I mean, they would literally stand up on my arms. I'm feeling, whoa, what's going, did I do that? (laughs) You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But it does come, you know, and the more relaxed you are, the more it, it enhances the more relaxed mm-hmm. you are when you're working, the greater experiences come to you. And it's it's interesting. Oh, come on, give us another story. What's another crazy story? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to, to add to that. You're so right, because when I first started doing this work, I uh-huh. was so nervous. Oh, yeah. I used to think like, especially with channeling and things like that, like something's going to overtake my body or I'm going to feel totally different. And it was a process to really start getting more clear over time. I am a typical A-type corporate 
you know, yeah. work or which doesn't always align with right. working with your intuitive gifts right. when sure. you need to be sure. in sure. receiving mode. So, so yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Stories. Um, well, just, I know it you is think of the story and I'll just butt, butt in right here because yeah. um, one other thing that happened to me, especially in the beginning, but not even in the beginning, because I get so excited that I al always forget that we are open to negative energy hitting us so very hard, you know, and we are almost uh, impervious. We, we don't think about it and we have to constantly clear our energy because the more light mm -hmm. you have, the more you are subject to negative attachments. Anyway, go ahead. Let's get that story. Oh, yes. Oh, I could talk for hours on negative yeah. attachments, but... Oh. <laughs> Um, because that's, I mean, that's part of my childhood story and was something I experienced through most of my oh. life. So I, I very much, um, okay, we'll go to that. We'll go to the, let's yeah, get this first story. But yeah, no, I have a fun story. So when I, the last job I had, I worked in consulting and, and, um, my last role and my team was really sweet. They knew I did this stuff. And so when I, I travel, I traveled to New York a lot. And mm. they bought me my own Oracle card set so oh, that I cute. could like play with it. Cute. And just, you yeah. know, they were so yeah. sweet nice. to yeah. support. Well, we had one of our consultants that was visiting and I was giving just for fun, some like mini readings to, for, to people at yeah. this table. And he came by and he was like, you know, like, I don't really believe in this stuff, <laughs> but like, not. you yeah. can give me a reading, whatever, you yeah, know, whatever sure. you want to do. So Curiosity I'm like, yeah, sure. killed the cat. Yeah. Mm -hmm, exactly. So I pull some cards and I'm talking and I was like, oh, I said, um, there's grandmother energy that's really coming through. Um, I really feel like there, you know, you know, there's, there's a message that's, you know, wanting to be shared right now. Are you okay with you right now? Are you okay if I, um, share that message? And he just starts crying. Oh my God. I know. And it's, it's because his grandmother just passed away. Oh. And the first thing that came through in my reading was about this grandmother that's right. coming forward. Sure. And mm -hmm. he still won't, but he still, he still won't, won't believe you. Of course. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. You must've known his grandmother. <laughs> I know. Sure. I know. So it's stuff like this that it does. It always cracks me up. I, I get questions often where yeah. it's like, what do you do with people who don't believe or, and I'm like, I don't care anymore. Like right, I've had too many course. crazy experiences right, happen right. that like, I, you don't need to believe, like, right, I sure, don't, I don't sure. need to prove anything. Yeah. Cause that's, I feel like for a long time where I also felt like I needed to prove myself, my readings needed to be good enough. Sure, and I've sure. definitely shifted out of that yeah. mindset, yeah. which it's like, I show up and share and provide messages that need to be shared. And mm -hmm. I don't get caught up in the stories around, was that good enough? Or right. did I share sure, enough? Sure. Did I of get into so. enough detail? Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. What's interesting is, uh, is that I didn't expect. As soon as somebody knows or finds out that I'm psychic, they're afraid. As if, <laughs> no, what do you see? They say, they asked me, well, I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm not working now. <laughs> I said, I know. <laughs> as if I, I'm always on and I can see right through them. You know, I said, if you want me to look for something, ask me, but I, I'm not there. I don't do everybody else's business. I don't care. I, that would make me it's, crazy. <laughs> I know. And I would be tired. Like I, my brain has to be, I have to open up and be totally focused. I mean, sure. You can tap into people's energy when you're out, but like, yeah, I get that too, where it's Why like, would you I'm not reading you. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
I don't have time or the energy. Like I'm just here yeah. to like have a glass of wine and, right, and catch exactly. up. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm not working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, well, I can understand. Um, and But what I don't understand is the fact that people, all people don't understand that they also have the gifts of intuitive of an intuitive nature relative well could be a certain percentage higher or lower but they do have them and I don't think it's fear that holds them back I think it's paying the bills a clocking in at nine you know that kind of stuff they don't have time you know I gotta go get gas you know um do the shopping and I think that's why they're not there's not much um awareness um, because mm-hmm. you just can't be aware. If I was aware of everything, you know, I'd be driving the car to work would drive me crazy. But, um, yeah. but it is, it's, um, it's sort of the, and also there are two ways of being psychic. There are many, many people who just go about their business and they have what they call or what is commonly called a download in like coming down from the sky into their hands, they get information. And I find that to be very intrusive. And, um, mm-hmm. and the other way is you just, you know, do go about your business when you want something, somebody comes to me, I'll just tune in and I'll get the answers. And that has saved me uh, the way you, you just don't, you just don't leave yourself open because we're full of ghosts all over the place, spirits all over the place. Thank God we can't see them literally and they have their energy. It would drive me to drink. I'll tell you one thing. Um, a colleague of mine, another psychic, uh, was talking about the sounds that she had um, been able to hear and she was able to record them of the spirit world. I said, yeah, how'd you do that? How do you do that? I said, all you have to do in the quiet of die, in the dead of night, if you have a long-lasting uh, recorder, just put it in a room and you'll hear it. Well, sure enough, that night I did it. I got my trusty electronic device out, stuck it in the living room. I went to the bed on the other side of the house. When I woke up, I was listening to a party. I mean, all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> shoo, 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 and it wasn't wind because there were there was no wind. And that really surprised me. That surprised yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact that you could actually record them for someone else to hear instead of tuning into what their messages could be to you for you for someone else. Um, they're just having a chat or, you know, having some tea in the yeah. living room. <laughs> that surprised me. I love that. Yeah, that was yeah. surprising to me. So what's your next endeavor? I mean, you know, we have, um, in Italian, we have uh, this expression, you have... Um, um, dreams in your drawer, you know, you, you, you put them in the drawer and you have them come out when you're ready to have something new happen in your life. Do you have some, some kind of program project uh, coming up or thinking? I do. And, and it's, it's funny that you ask because you kind of um, touched on it. (laughs) (laughs) You know me. It's like, you know me. Um, Well, it's so funny because you touched on it a little bit earlier, actually. Mm -hmm. So when we were talking about you, you brought up, like, I feel like there are two different types of psychics Mm -hmm. and I have a bit of a different, but slightly similar viewpoint on it. Uh I actually look at it like we have two types of psychics and that's, we're being, I'm, I'm being overly simplistic here, Okay, but I feel like there are 
when we think about low, so let's think of like, and this is for the audience, let's think of high and low frequency based right. on a scale of one to a thousand. Okay. I believe there's a huge chunk of psychics who are in the four to 600 range. Uh-huh. And there are fewer psychics in the 700 and a thousand oh. mm-hmm, range. Mm-hmm. These lower frequency psychics are coming from a place of fear, yes. ego, yeah. Um, yeah. and, and that even opens up their messages to, to oh. lower entity type yeah. of information. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm in Argentina problem. currently right now. And I'm, I've seen this with people here, but I see it all over social media. Um, and it really is something that has inspired me to go back to my roots of teaching right. yeah. and begin to teach people who are interested in developing their psychic gifts, channeling gifts from a very high frequency place. We need more of that. And we need less people in their ego and fear-based using the question that arises here is, um, and I know my answer, but I'll just put it to you, pose you the question. Um, how can you raise your frequency? How can you, if they have low frequency, they're working as psychics and, you know, they get hit with negative attachments all the time. What can they do to raise their frequency? Sure. I'll be very blunt. Right. <laughs> you, it's a choice. It's yes. a choice to receive negative stuff all the time. Yes, obviously. But yeah. Right. So like ultimately we are responsible for ourselves. We are right. the answer. We are right. the healers for ourselves. Sure. Sure. So it all starts from within. And I, and going back to how can I raise my frequency? Well, that goes back to one of the things that I think is a very like hot topic now, but it's this idea of inner work. And something that I yes. teach is in order for you to ascend or move towards these more high frequency gifts, you mm-hmm. need to address the shadow and some of the yes. um, mm-hmm. more tough aspects within. Sure. And sure. as you do this inner work to understand yourself more deeply, you will shift out of this lower frequency and you will begin to align more with higher frequency mm-hmm. um, aspects, gifts, messages, alignment. Mm-hmm. You will see it show up in your daily life, but it first starts with mm-hmm. you doing the work. And I think some, well, not I think, one of the biggest things that I have with my clients is they will come to me and they're like, I want to like grow my business. I want to do this. I yeah. want to do that. And we get like three sessions in and they're like, I've got, I've got to start doing my inner work. Like I've got to start addressing some of and I'm like, Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, for me, I'm very much a believer on if you really want to grow and really have high frequency, high sophisticated gifts, um, you need to be in a higher state of consciousness and higher Mm -hmm. frequency. And so the work that I'm doing now is rooted in that idea of how can I train and teach others to, teach this to others, but then also understand how to work and be from a place of high frequency, psychic, intuitive channeling Mm -hmm. abilities. And so I'm creating a school, but um, I'm creating a practitioner program to teach these topics. So that is the next, the next phase. So you will contact me when that starts getting <laughs> off the ground promise me and we'll have you yes. back yeah uh, ladies and gentlemen this was a talk with lindsay lee um butterfield um and you can find her her website is lindsay l-i-n-d-s-a-y hyphen 
Lee, L-E-I-G-H dot com. And her Instagram account is at Lindsay Lee Official. You will. It's a promise, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard her right here on Let's Talk Soul. She'll be coming back. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Lindsay. It was a joy to talk to you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow Let's Talk Soul podcast on Instagram. Let's Talk Soul podcast is a production of Electrocast Media. Our executive producers are Mark Netter and Peter Rafelson. If you like our show and like what you hear, please subscribe and give us a rating wherever you enjoy podcasts. And remember, stay curious, stay inspired, and never stop exploring the depths of your soul. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed.